Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. The number one rock boy. Rugby reference, the number one cuck boy. Formerly topical reference. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur. Arthur, give him a shout out, bud. Just licking his paws at this moment, and that's all you can get from him. And also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, first-time guests, <laughs> like most people, um, guys, Jackie Ray Aubell and Amanda Salvatore. Yes. What? Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Crumple that, that was, paper. That was beautiful. <laughs> with, two, right. with two people, I'm always worried I'm going to get the names, the last names flipped when they're strangers, when they're new people. Sure, yeah. sure. And I also have close friends whose last names I can't pronounce, and I am too embarrassed to even ask them. You guys, That's I the ask. worst. That's the worst, because you can't even ask after, there's a certain amount of time that you can ask, and then after yeah. that, it's like, oh, Then you just, like, ask them to introduce themselves, like, you have little tricks that you try and get them yeah, to say like, their phone Yeah, like, oh, name. this is my friend, and then you don't say anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's the, my wife knows, and I'm sorry if anyone from parties I've been at hears this, but my <laughs> wife knows if I go, this is my wife, Tiffany, and I don't say that person's yeah. name, then Tiffany goes, he's so bad at introducing people. What was your name? Oh. And we have like a little team like that. I like that. That's yeah, really yeah, sweet. That's yeah. what you need in a partner. It's like when we're at a party together, will you like follow my bit and yeah. help me find the name of this person <laughs> yeah. that I don't like? You'll no. know I meet a lot of fucking randos because I have 25 different jobs a month uh, to whatever. Of it. I'm just saying that like I book a lot, but what I mean is I have, You're killing. I don't have any real career. Um, I just am making this all work somehow. Uh, guys, before we get into our today's topic, which is day jobs, I'd like to read some uh, roasts on the podcast. So as always, listeners, if you rate me five stars on the iTunes app or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now, I will read it. Uh, so rate me five stars and roast me in the comments and we'll see it. Um, okay, this is from Keith Buff, title of the review, Something I Noticed. John Serbag calls himself the number one cuck boy whenever there's an attractive man as the guest. 
Interesting, but to be fair, I just did it today as you well. Did. You did do it today. And I don't always do it. It always and number one ruck boy. That was the first time today. I'm really getting out there. I don't know what I, any of those are actually. That's fine. I don't uh, you don't know what a cuck is. No. It's a uh, short for cuckolding and I'm going to oh, be the guy to explain this to you. Please do. Cuckolding is when uh someone fucks your wife in front of you or your partner in front of yes, you. Sure. And it's a fetish of some people, or at least a performative fetish for the sake of pornography. Yeah. But uh, some people like to see their partner have sex with someone else, and that person who's is being cuckolded or cucked, and that's Got I think it. the alt right sort of appropriated that term <laughs> to like call beta- guys cucks. That guy's a fucking cuck, you know. Uh, so I've I been dig called. It. A, yeah, yeah, I dig cool. it. It's great. Great. Good I think for that's you. awesome. And you I think you should not you. fault someone if they want their wife or partner or to be have sex with someone else in front yeah. of them. If that's how you get hey. your rocks off, if everyone's cool with it. Get yeah. after it. As long as yeah. there's consent. Yeah. That's yeah. all that matters. That's all I care about. You do you. You live it, your best life. When you come to High and Mighty, you come for sexual lessons from the, you know a what? guy who's been slept with three women in his life. There you go. I'm 32. I need to catch up. Like, I need to know what the fuck all of those things are. You need mean. to sleep with three women in your life? I do need to sleep with three women in my life and find out, like, half of the things you said in the intro. Yeah. And then rucking is a rugby term, It's a which is a sport oh. I played. Uh and it's sort of like just shoving someone out of the way so you can get the ball. But it has a specific name. Also Rugby's sounds like great. football, but without any of the padding. Yes. Right? It's, yeah, it's, it's like a blend between football and soccer. Yeah. It's you like wear just a mouthpiece. Yeah. It's actually, and not to get on my little mini soapbox, uh, way lower uh, concussion rate than American football because no one's wearing helmets, which would make you think. But then you can't also tackle someone dangerously because you'll hurt yourself. So there's like uh, incentive to not run headfirst into people. And there's not the constant contact of like the offensive line in football. Who would have thought? Yeah. (laughs) Who would have thought? Sports and sex, by the way, two things that I literally am not actually good at. (laughs) And now I'm taking the position of informed and explaining them to you. Every day I try and learn something new and I feel like I've learned two things, two (laughs) new things in the span of the last four minutes. I feel like I'm going to get called out for having two women on the podcast and then immediately being like, well, I used to play sports and I fucked three women. (laughs) Whoa, excuse me, mister. I'm pretty proud of you, you, to be honest. You sound like every person I've had sex with, so... I mean, whatever. Uh, just... I've only had sex with three people. I'm like, you said that to me last time we fucked last year. <laughs> no one in between? Liar. Um, okay, this is from Zara B. Sorry if I mispronounced that. The fattest thing ever said out loud. The story about how you ate Thin Mints in lieu of brushing your teeth was the fattest thing I think you've ever said on the podcast. Five stars, never miss an episode. Proud action, boys, were, boy. Were they frozen? Of course. I've totally Duh. done that. It feels like it's good enough. It's great. Yeah. My my first kiss with my high school boyfriend, we each ate a sleeve of Thin Mints. And I, I'm, I'm pretty convinced it was because we knew that kiss was going to go down. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Every that... time I, I, I eat a Thin Mint, I think of Greg Acero. There you go. <laughs> the Way guy from Greg. Disaster Artist? Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's... That's really fun. Now you attach, you have like a Pavlovian response to Thin Mints. Yeah. Yeah, you've been kicked out yeah. of a number of Girl Scouts. Yeah, they were like, no more cookies for you. And I'm like, I'm just trying to get back my youth. Uh, what is your favorite Girl Scout cookie while oh, we're on the topic? Thin oh. Mint, definitely. Thin um, Mint is like their- It's the classic. Yeah. It's their- 
Uh, I like a Samoa, but not too many. No, you I know, hate it's a, Samoas. You really? I like. Hate? I truly. A, you mean the ethnicity? Yes, <laughs> I actually mean the people. The cookies so Samoas good. Or samosas. Samoas. Oh, samosas. 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 What did I say? I said Samoas. Oh, but that's fair. That's I what the people are. Samoans. Okay. The country is Samoa. People are Samoan. Got the it. Candy. The the cookie might have been Samoas originally, and maybe they switched it. Perhaps. Because that's in my head too. Or it could be just one of those Berenstein Bear Mandela effect type things that sure. we're having. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But either way, those cookies suck. So yeah. What I about don't like tagalongs? Those tagalongs are, are good. Those tagalongs are the peanut butter are, ones. Are really good. I'm all yeah. about it. Uh, I think Thin Mints is the across the board everyone's favorite. Yeah. I mean, mint, mint is a controversial dessert. Uh, I love mint. I don't know all the time. I we we talk about this all the time. We love savory ice cream flavors. Oh, it's me true. too. Like honey lavender. Well, honey's is kind of sweet, but I love like fun. wait, honey lavender. You mean from uh, Rose's Creamery on Third Avenue? That's no, right where the... I live. That's where I came from today. <laughs> if anyone that wants is to my kill Amanda, on my street. just uh, hang around. My wife yeah. loves the Earl Grey tea ice cream. Yes, from that there. one is so amazing. good. Yeah. yeah, so good. I'm a little hesitant. I don't like the frou frou flavors, and not because I'm like Tim Allen, like tool. Or whatever. It's just like he I hated prefer- ice cream I flavors that were fru fruity. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's a character game of his. <laughs> that's definitely <laughs> every time his wife brought home ice cream, he was like, none of this yeah. lavender shit. Remember Jonathan Taylor Thomas one time he whipped Jonathan in the head Taylor with mint Tom- chocolate chip scoop? <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, remember actually. I remember I watched that show. I don't actually remember any of the plot points of that show. I just remember how it ended. And how did it end? I think they like took the house with them. On, oh, uh, they drove like, it away. They drove it away, but there were cartoons of themselves, and that's how they ended it. I think that I, might. I be can't the look credits. on my phone. <laughs> yeah. I can't look on my phone. <laughs> so that that's how. That's how it fucking ended, you guys. <laughs> Was Tim Allen on a lot of cocaine for that? Uh, he had to have been right because he had a huge coke problem. Well, he was like arrested, right, for like having again. Of I course, think, since we can't look yes. at it, I think he got yes. pulled over fucked up out of his mind and had like a bunch of coke in the car and got Probably. arrested for it before tool time and then like kind of cooled off and became a uh, a, a family like, guy like a family yeah oh, okay so this was before and then he became a man with a plan no that was Joey Tribute he became uh, oh no the last man standing oh that was the most recent Tim Allen multicam sitcom oh oh it was do you know how many it TV- went great do you know how many TV shows have seven seasons and people like myself who watch a shit ton of TV still don't know about them? Which That had amazing. seven seasons. Yeah, like, yeah, like uh, the Last Man Standing had to have had like five or six seasons. I never watched one episode of Anger Management no. with, really? with Charlie Sheen. That I had never like a hundred episodes. No. Yeah. There was a period in my childhood where we didn't have cable or like we didn't have TV for a while. So I missed out on like a g- good chunk of shows from like 2003 to like 2009. Oh yeah, that's a good chunk. Yeah, that's of a good chunk. Yeah. Those are some years, baby. I don't think yeah. you honestly. I don't know what came out around then, but I don't know if you missed much. The mm. Wire. The I Wire. Think I out. just oh, watched the, the Wire for the first wire. time the last year, and I love it. <laughs> She's I'm been trying to get me it. to watch it, and and I like you just said for the first time. I know you mean like I hadn't seen it before, but it does mean you. It, it uh, subconsciously means you're going to rewatch it at some point. I'm I trying to definitely. get my wife to like. She's not into sad stuff right now, which maybe I'm laying out too much information about her life. But uh, well, I think that's a lot of people like the climate. Yeah, the climate. We don't. We're we, like watching mostly popcorny stuff. I can't get into like sad. Like, what are you watching? Oh, right sure. Now? Oh, Queer Eye is like my <gasps> life changing. I just show. finished it. I finished it in two days. I cried uh, every, every episode. episode. Yes, every I cried episode. watching Ugly Delicious. By the way, another show I'm upset. I this love sounds like we're just doing Ugly Netflix prom- promos, too. but um, I will. 
will totally support that. Like, I can't watch The Handmaid's Tale. No, people are like telling, trying to get me to fucking watch that, and I'm like, no, it's too sad. I haven't watched it yet it's, either. It's yeah. the most depressing thing possibly ever. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to watch it's it. It's a bummer. It's a yeah. big bummer. Yeah, if I Ugly for... Delicious makes you cry, what's Ugly Delicious about? It's it, it's uh, David Chang's like uh, the guy who did Momofuku. Uh, oh, the, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. his like uh, sort of. He goes to see like each episode, like the first episode is pizza and he goes around and says like, what is technically pizza? And like put, goes to people who are pushing the limits of like, is this considered pizza? But he's so opinionated and so like Korean American. (laughs) Like it's so, it's such an interesting point of view. He's so adamant about things and it's so, it's true. You never see a host go, uh, no. I yeah. disagree. And he like will straight up say it to people he's invited on. It's really yeah. cool. Really? I, I heard oh, that cool. he's kind of a dick. I know somebody who worked at Momofuku for like a hot second. Yeah. And was like, he's a dick. And I, I'm like, you yeah, can, no kidding. You can kind of see that. You can see yeah. when he does the, um in that episode, they do uh the Domino's pizza run. Yeah. And he was like, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. Yeah. Like, no more. I'm not really? doing this. Really? Okay. It, I got with the, owner, with the owner of Lucali, the guy, uh, the pizzeria in Brooklyn, which oh, is yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. I used to live by that. I know you're from uh, Queens. I lived so. in Brooklyn too. Oh. I lived in Brooklyn. I lived in Queens. I lived in Manhattan. Never what what part of Brooklyn did you live in? I lived, uh, well, first I lived in Ditmas Park. Ooh. Um, very happy. And then I moved to Williamsburg the last couple of of uh, months I was in New York. I lived in I lived at South Fourth in between Bedford and Berry when I first oh, moved there. there you go. Yeah. And then I moved to Carroll Gardens for like seven years. Oh nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I've uh, been living in apartments for fifteen years, but I think only in three, which is pretty wild. That's pretty I've had impressive. Seven, dude. I've had seven addresses in the last six years. Jesus. I know. Are you exa- exhausted? I five different last names, right? You've been yeah. divorced. I've been divorced. But I've killed all of my husbands. Yeah. They call me bl- White Widow. <laughs> they call me White Widow. Because I'm uh, one last review, and then let's get into the topic. Um, I don't, and, and again, of course, I should read these. Uh, this is from Fat Kid uh, 60 and the title of the review is Dog Dad. I feel for Arthur the most. Your wife will bounce back super quick, of course, but Arthur won't understand why his dad is dead from life poor, poor life decisions. He'll just know that you aren't there, shoveling away obscene amounts of Taco Bell while he darts about for crumbs that cascade from your beard. I subscribe to support Arthur. <laughs> okay. Aww. Thank you, fat kid uh, 60. That's Aww. very nice. Very thoughtful of Arthur. Arthur is a I sweetie pie. It. Oh, he's the sweetest little angel, and he's getting old, and old I don't he? want... He's eight now. Oh my God, you're so old. Yeah. Uh, which I, mean, I think is like I mean he's I don't know if eight is old for his breed I think that you know they live probably Google it they probably live they live to like their early teens but oh. he's gotten he's changed in the last year or two he's gotten like obvi- like behaviorally older he's a little oh. crankier a little he doesn't run as much on um, when we go out anymore you know yeah. he doesn't like other dogs as much as he used to he's kind of just becoming a little bit of a prick a but also he could just be like in going into his teen tood phase, maybe. Yeah. You know? maybe, maybe he's gonna live forever. Yeah, there you go. There you go. He looks about right. My, um my my roommate has my old roommate has a uh, a pug a pug's uh terrier mix and her name is Sophie and she's fourteen. Oh yes. So you might you got I mean, some, there's a, some hope. Yeah. Bless up, Artie. Bless up. Oh you heard me knock. No one's here. Um, <laughs> no one's here. All right. Well guys as always, rate me five stars. Roast me in the comments. I'll read it on air. Don't you want to hear your Apple podcast handle read out loud? Ooh. Don't you want to hurt my feelings, listeners? Please do That's it. That's really good. I feel like we should steal that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> oh, yeah. a obvious 
uh, five star grab. Yeah, <laughs> Barstool Sports. I think that podcast yeah. actually stole that from me. Did they really? Shut up. Yeah, really? they started doing it. Now my podcast started before theirs, and people pointed it. If out. we start doing it, we'll, and then we give you credit before each segment, will that be okay? Yeah, I think that's fine. Why don't they just? We'll just have them roast you, but for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you read roasts of me yeah. on your podcast, that's, that's guilty all we'll pleasures. Uh, if you read, uh, if you read my, uh, that would be amazing. You got it. I. As a narcissist who has thick skin, (laughs) the fact that people are roasting me is just, I'm excited people are talking about me. Yeah. So I don't get shit talk me. uh, Do two episodes about me and how fucking weird it was coming here. (laughs) Yeah, we got like greeted by a dog. His house is beautiful. It's the fucking worst. What a a group of sketch balls. He offered us water. What the fuck? I'm a monster. Legit monster. But guys, enough about me. I'll interject that plenty more as this podcast goes on. You guys, I asked what topic you guys want to talk about. You mentioned day jobs. Day jobs. Is that because, uh, do you guys currently have day jobs? That we do. Ooh, exciting, exciting. And by day job, a job. Yeah, during day, day job. I mean, Amanda and I, we host a podcast. We're on a sketch team. We do a bunch of other uh, comedic things. But, but you we, work full time. But we work well. full time. Yeah. Yes. And we've been working full time since we've been doing comedy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I love so making day, money. Money's great. Money's awesome. Oh, I love it. it's fantastic. My I'm favorite learning. thing. Yeah. I wish I had more of it as yeah. I've gotten older. I realized yeah. that putting some away would have been ideal. I'm terrified about like getting I don't when do people retire like 60 well that's a which thing is really so interesting. much closer than I think it well, is well no I right? don't think we're gonna retire when we're 60 I think we're gonna like work until we die right. I think that's what's gonna happen well I right. think with uh, comedy you can do it in your retirement years yeah if, like, if you're lucky enough to be successful you can like yeah. still go out I guess and audition in your 70s right yeah like, they need old many, people in movies yeah how many old 70 year olds are there anyway yeah, they all there's dying. like four yeah they're all every every month New new seventy. I gotta hope up. all the fat bearded guys die because they're fat and, and bearded by the time they're like sixty, and I for some reason outlive them. Then I finally start really booking. Work. You're gonna get yeah. all those Santa gigs. <laughs> yeah, finally. Yeah. <laughs> Your um, dream. It's. I I think I tweeted that last year. I'm like, oh, it's uh, the end of November, which means here comes the offers for Santa roles <laughs> in Funnier Die or College Humor videos. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. We'll ask you to be in our Santa sketch we'll that we'll undoubtedly write. Please. Yeah. So we chose day jobs because. You know, we both have them. I, 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 uh, I day job as a, I do social media for a software company, which is, you know, a thing that it's happens. Super it's fancy, a job that people, Jackie's building a job is, is that people have. Beautiful. You know but what I appreciate you didn't do there that a lot of people with day jobs that also do art in there, uh, you didn't try to connect like why. Because I feel like with day jobs, and I did it too, a lot of people would be like, I do social media for a software company, so I get to do like a lot of writing and kind of engage, you know, it's like you like segue into like, so it's kind of exactly what I want to do in life. Like people- (laughs) I'm super happy. No, I'm really, I'm fucking happy. It's pretty much a staff writing job on a sitcom, but I don't have to deal with all that drama. (laughs) I I moved out to Los Angeles to write for television, and I'm just writing tweets for this software company. I mean, tomato, tomato. Uh, no, every time I send a tweet, uh, I die on the inside. <laughs> I hate Twitter. I hate Facebook. I hate Instagram. I hate. And you're constantly using I'm it. I'm constantly yeah. on it. Like, everyone's like, oh, like on. But like literally I'm on Facebook all the time. So I can tell you all this really cool stuff about all the data that Facebook collects on you because I do Facebook ads and stuff. And it is scary, y'all. It's 1984. It is 1984. That's, that's wild. Like I, I can geotarget people like through lists and stuff. Like marketing is fucking yeah, crazy, my wife man. Yeah, my wife works in marketing as well and she's told me like, 
you know, she doesn't even work in that level of social. But the what info you can get on someone, like you can like geo track them. Like after, like Movie Pass keeps track of where you go after you get out of the movie theater. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fuck, app. fuck everything. I hate that. That's, That's so terrifying. Crazy. And it's like this guy likes to sit in his car in the parking lot of the Grove for one hour before the movie, and then <laughs> he's he judging to- you. <laughs> yeah, you're like, listen, like- I'm smoking a blunt. Leave me alone. <laughs> All of a sudden, you just get like stoner movies. They're just like, no, you're gonna totally want to watch this. Oh, I hate when uh, when one of these algorithms has me figured out. Uh, oh my god, worst. can I tell you? Can I tell you? So we we share the Guilty Pleasure Podcast Instagram account. We both have access to it. Um, we're in our late twenties, low thirties, and we got a. Targeted- we just call that the super late twenties. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's where I'm at right we now. We got a targeted ad on the Guilty Pleasure Podcast account for selling your eggs. Oh, all the time. And I was <laughs> like, that's just so funny. They know that we don't want to have know. babies. They're just like, you, you want that sweet, sweet cash. You want make that- it now before you get to those late thirties. Oh, yeah. No one wants your late thirties eggs. <laughs> yeah, Nobody wants old, old eggs. eggs. Nobody Ooh. needs uh, poached. Yeah. We like them yolky. That's actually how your uterus works. So it's, Oh, I know. Was, I'm a married man. Yeah. I've seen my wife you know. lay a number of eggs into the toilet. <laughs> yeah. She's like, hun, I'm ovulating. And then a giant ostrich egg drops. Just and drops. then I fuck that. It's very it's complicated. Very, it's, it's part of it's the pagan. cuckold <laughs> situation. It's pagan. It's a pagan fetish. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pagan. Do you guys have, and we'll get to more about uh, your day jobs because we haven't even mentioned yours, but it made me think of something. Do you guys get a little bit of bitterness? Because I I was a day job guy for a long time Mm -hmm. until I was able to not. Now I have a new day job and that's hosting podcasts. But for a while, my day job, I was working at as a PA on a bunch of different shit. And I had friends when I was coming up at UCB who didn't have to work, who were Mm. NYU kids. uh, So they were in college, so they had a college schedule. Or their parents lived uh, like nearby or they came from a wealthy family and got put up in an apartment or their family lived Mm -hmm. in the city. I I had such envy that I had to like truly get over it to evolve. Like I had to just say, people have different situations. My situation is good for me. So you... Did UCB in New York? Yes. So I did too. And that was like a whole thing, being like a New York City native at UCB. Right, because it's kids from every, yeah. Yeah, because you have kids that are coming from everywhere. And it was, I had that say, I still have it. I still totally struggle with it when there's people that we meet now that don't have to work. or like That's a very Los Angeles thing. I don't think anyone actually has a job here. I just, I have My wife says that all the time. She's like, I tried to run an errand at lunch. What do you guys do all day? How are you free? How, why is there traffic at 1 p.m.? Aren't you supposed to be at the job that you work at? Yeah, I will say my argument, my counter argument to that is I think there's a high number of people that do not have anything to do with their days officially no yeah. like work to be at but I also think this is a city of swing shifts too like yeah. you know any major city has that but especially like a restaurant and bar type city like New York totally. has it. You, yeah. the people who are at one o'clock could be driving to work is my defense but at the same time there are a plethora of people where I'm like I wonder what my neighbors think. You know, I yeah. work maybe one They're day a week you. where I'm gone or something like that. <laughs> but they just see me in sweatpants, smoking joints in the driveway, and then having random strangers show up at my door and come I'm on like, in. Oh. They might think I'm a drug dealer or a gigolo. Or a prostitute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Or a prostitute. Like, good for you. If I mostly like... fuck fat dudes in cargo shorts that come over to do <laughs> 
gotta have those extra pockets, man. Uh, yeah. I guess pay I, off the table. I mean, like that's. I kind of feel that when I fear when I hear somebody doesn't pay rent, that pisses me off because oh, yeah. so much of my money goes to rent. Oh yeah, you oh, know, because yeah, we chose to live in major cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just inevitably, I just keep picking expensive places to live. And, you know, I have to pay the rent in full and whatever. Yeah. And there's just people who who've lucked out. But I mean, th- that's also like a source of pride. I think it's like changing the way that you think about it and just being like, I'm a badass motherfucker that, that I can pay my rent and not ask my mom and dad. Yeah. Fuck you. That's kind and of what it. you're saying, what I meant to say, or like you're, you're articulating it way better. Surprise, oh surprise. Gosh, thank you. Thank but you, thank uh, you. like, what, yeah, when I was like, I had to learn to say, like, the fact that I do work. Mm-hmm. Is is a positive thing, not yeah. that it's negative that they don't work. Yeah, yeah. It's more like whatever that that's lucky. If my kid wants to uh, be an actor and I can afford to like not make them have to get a day job, maybe I'll do that. Like yeah. I yeah. can't say I wouldn't like support your kids' dreams, but yeah. I come I came from like a poor family, so I and I'm from Long Island, so I could have lived at home and worked in the city. How long I, would that have taken you? Oh, that, it was that only like a forty five minute commute. It's not terrible from mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. but at the same time I could not live with my mom no. any longer. So mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck this. I know my first my Dipmas Park apartment was just like I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like yeah, equidistant from Manhattan as flushing is yeah, yeah. basically. But yeah. still it just the because that's my my mom and dad were like, just stay home for another year and save your money. And I was like, no, no fucking I way. No, that's uh, how I was in college. My college was a half hour away from my parents' house. And I was I was still like, I'm living there. I don't give a fuck. And everyone in my college would leave weekend after weekend because it was everyone was pretty local. What school is this? It's DeSales University. It's in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Oh, I it's, know Allentown via Billy Joel only, oh, but I appreciate it. I love Billy That's Joel. how my parents at six years old told me we were moving. They're like, listen to this super depressing song. We're going to live there. Hey, you know how it sounds like an awful place to live? Yeah. We're moving Remember there. like at the end, he's like, I'm not even going to get out of bed because life is depressing. that's gonna be your life for the majority of it Mom, Dad, I think we both had a different read on this song. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't Billy sound sad about it? <laughs> Doesn't he sound really bummed out? No? Does he not commit suicide at the end? Um, but yeah, I mean, like, every weekend I would, like, stay in my room by myself and just try to have, like, a quote-unquote college experience. Like, like who is getting is it, drinks in town? Yeah, I'm like, like, hi, <laughs> uh, who can, anybody, can anybody, can, Smirnoff Ice? No, nothing? Okay, it's I'll just, just sit like here and all cry. Of these, like, I've got two sleeves of Thin Mints, boys. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you just have all these, like, blue-collar workers who are just, like, going <laughs> to the go. bars after, yeah, like, just, yeah. <laughs> drinking a pint with an egg, like, a raw egg in it at 9 a.m. Like with a bunch wire. of... <laughs> yeah, that's what I... <laughs> I know that specific from season two, yeah, the docs. Yeah. If Artie's ever annoying you at some point just let me know no he's not annoying me yeah. at all I he's want a dog so Jackie. bad and I can't you have stay. one take me home take me out of here please I can't have one because I don't have my apartment doesn't allow doggies oh. which is such a surprise in LA everybody should just be like dude when I was looking it's for when I was looking for my new apartment if I if I if I was like dogs allowed it would remove 70% of the fucking things I could look at I, it was ridiculous crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and it's crazy and it's like you we have a dog that lives in this house. Does it look like a dog is in this no, house? And I don't know. We take care of our shit. I think landlords just assume they're going to be loud or destroy the place. Well, there was one apartment I did look at that was kind of near here when I was moving. And, you know, it was reasonably priced. And I was like, great. And the entire time I was looking at the apartment, I could hear two chihuahuas just barking nonstop oh, next God. door. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not living here. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I, I think 
Uh, this a, a few apartments around here are dog friendly because this is a dog heavy neighborhood. Yeah, it's a foot. It's a walking neighborhood too. But these two buildings that I kind of share a driveway here, it's like twenty apartments. I would say twelve of them have dogs. At, at night, if one of them gets started, it could sound like a fucking Disney movie. They're like all shouting <laughs> to each other from the window. They're, when I first moved here, someone had a parrot and a dog. No, shut and up. it was uh, or a, a, a bird and a dog. I should say. Was the parrot. parrot really that loud that you were like, "Fuck"? They that left the window open. I was like, "Ah." And then the dog would be like, oh, and then like another dog would be like, oh, and it just, it would just literally be like some sort of weird like concerto. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh uh, there are wild parrots where I live right now. What? I've seen them in the, I've seen them up in the fucking wires. Do you live in Los Feliz? Or I live in Highland Park. Highland Park. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They and have wild parrots? Yeah. Well, one morning I wo- woke up, I was like, what the fuck is that noise? And then I go to the window and I'm like, there's three fucking parrots on those telephone poles. That's fucking Isn't amazing. Isn't that paradise? Also, the, your view is gorgeous too. Oh I I don't mind hearing. A, I don't. Are parrots annoying? Like I've, I've yeah. never really. I love my view. Great. I don't mind. I love, my, like, view I love my view. I love my view. I'm a big Jimmy Buffett guy. I love to just <laughs> pour myself a margarita, slap on my old flip flops, and watch. I don't have coffee in the morning. I just make a frozen margarita, <laughs> and I look my coworkers at the think I'm a nightmare. <laughs> just drunk crash my all card the on the way to work several times. <laughs> but it's okay. It's just there. a day job. It's yeah. not what I really wanted to. <laughs> Bad news, guys. Sexual performance issues are more common than you think. Over 25% of new ED cases are guys under 40. That's a quarter of the new cases. 40% of men by age 40 struggle from being able to get and maintain an erection. So that's all the bad news. But the good news is, 4hims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Here's how it works. ED is now optional because HIMS can connect you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions. So it's you know, well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions. So it's not the name brand, but it is the exact same uh, materials so that it costs you less, but works just as well. There's no snake oil. You don't buy anything at the gas station. There's no ground up goat horn or anything like that. It's all prescription solutions backed by science. Um, no waiting room, no doctor's visits, no lines. You just go to forhims.com. It's so easy. Answer a few questions. Then you chat with a doctor for a review and then you get the product shipped directly to your door. This isn't like just old billionaires with 20 year old trophy wives who have this issue. It affects men in their 30s and 40s. So get yourself together so you can uh, perform your best. You know, it's hard made easy. Say hello to your little friend. I know I'm not supposed to use their exact copy, but that's really funny. Hard made easy. Say hello to your little friend. So do me a favor. Try Hims for a month today for just $5. We'll get you started for just 5 bucks while supplies last. See website for full details. This will cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. So go to 4 slash Mighty5. That's 4 slash Mighty5. 4 slash Mighty5. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash M-I-G-H-T. Y five. Um, now, Amanda, what about you? You have a day job. I as do well. have a day job. I am a writer's PA. Oh. So, her day job is a little bit more aligned. Mine is definitely making sure all the Coca Colas are in the mini fridges yeah. and and Lacroix. Sure. Oh, so cocaine. many, so many Lacroix in writers' rooms. Um, it's where yeah. I found them. Yeah, is that, you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's like a soda, but not. Uh, Great. It's like I a soda, a, but I can have 10 and not have diarrhea. Perfect. I have a wall of LaCroix at my office because I work, it's a tech startup, so there's fucking shit 
you know, <laughs> and they have like a wall of LaCroix. And I'm like, what if it can't, like people will have about five LaCroix La a day, myself included. Yeah. I just hope that some study doesn't come out like five years from now. That's like LaCroix are giving, is giving everyone cancer. <laughs> yeah. Here's, here's hoping not. <laughs> I'm trying not to drink. And I went to like a, a party and I, had seltzer the whole time because I was like, all right, don't have any alcohol. Yeah. But then I didn't realize how much I used drinking as like a device to navigate parties. Oh, you know what I mean? Where yeah. I'd be like, oh, I actually need to get another one. Like, or I'd finish I it and be like, that. let me move. I'm sorry. I, I'll, I'll catch up with you in a minute. I got to go to the bathroom or I got to go I fill do this the bathroom. Up. The bathroom's yeah. a great the, excuse. Yeah. I, t- Nobody's I took gonna 12 ask shits at any <laughs> work party. Uh, <laughs> I got to take another work shit. I think shit. Amanda Excuse has me. IBS. Yeah. What's, what's wrong with Amanda? <laughs> she keeps disappearing for minutes at a time saying, yeah. uh, I should go to the bathroom. So I found myself drinking so many seltzers. I got stoned too, but I drank so many seltzers that on the Uber ride home, I was like actually sick. And like, I'm like, no. I, I had like so many seltzers. I was so gassy. I was like, <laughs> you know, like one That's, of those kind it'll of do, It'll do that to you though. And, and yeah. the driver was like, are you okay? I was like, I swear it was seltzer. Up? I'm not drunk. I wish I was drunk. I'd be better off right now. Yeah, man. It was a really weird experience. Um, do you find that when you get stoned, it's easier to not drink? Yes. Same here. Yeah. yeah. That is what cr- I've done is replace one vice with another. Yeah, but this vice has less calories. Yeah, it has less so calories, right. and it also makes you more chill. Yeah, and yeah, and a better and hang. The mo- and the next morning is much so, easier. So yeah. much easier. I'm trying to get my. This is I talk about this all the time. I'm trying to get my wife to transition from alcohol to weed. Oh really? Yeah, she just can't do it. No, and I, no, and I, I think she will eventually because. She gets frustrated. Because you're forcing her to. You're like, listen, <laughs> I got sure rid of all the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's more like she sees me go like, um, oh, we're not drinking time. I'm like, okay, well, I'm still going to take a hit before dinner. And then she sees me be like mellow. And she's like, I oh. wish I liked weed. And I'm like, you should start off with like edibles, it? like CBD edibles. I think that's what fucked her up was the first <clears throat> time we ever got high. She ate edibles that our friend used to make in, back uh, in New York. And oh, it, like, no. And I it was like, un, like, yeah, we was like, I was like, I'm. I was like, I'm tripping balls, but I'm a stoner, so I can handle it. And my wife was like, I don't know what's real and fake anymore. I was like, Oh, oh okay, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, god, yeah. I have a bad <laughs> edible story from New York, from like a kid who made them in an Easy Bake oven, yeah. like in in his treehouse in Malba, <laughs> and like I got so ridiculously high, I didn't try it for years, and then I came out here, and then I kind of like eased my way into. Now it. you figured it out. Yeah. Now you I gotta. I feel like if you're not, if you're not a stoner, and like you're not used to it, edibles are really tough to navigate because yeah. you don't know how much you're supposed to fucking eat i ate i ate a candy once and you think like it's a candy you have one and it was like a ribbon candy and i went to go see a ucb show (laughs) in chelsea and i was with my improv team at the time and i grabbed one of the guys i was like i am so fucking high right now (laughs) if i start tweaking out please walk out with me because i all i don't even know where i am right now and then i told my friend i was like i had one of those candies he's like well how much did you have the whole thing. Why wouldn't I have and the whole like, thing? And he's like, that was a it's thousand a- milligrams <laughs> of are THC. You crazy? How are you still alive? They put it as one piece so that you know to cut it up into ten. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, wait, what? Fuck. It was it was rough, but I it did not it didn't bother me. I just smoked the next day. Like yeah. I've never had that bad of an experience that I was like, I won't do that again. But now, don't you? But now, like as if after you've been doing it for a while, don't you like? Oh man, I would love to get that high again one totally. time. I don't like. I'm. So, oh yeah. I'm like when it's, when it's my tough. wife's like, I'm really fucked up. I'm like, oh, I'm killed. Feel that. like I have like a light buzz. That's the wor- <laughs> that's the worst. Or like when or when it really like you get like a little high and you think you're gonna get more high and then you trail off and you're just exhausted for the rest of the day. You're like, yeah. fuck. 
fuck you. That yeah. wasn't even worth it. My uh, my family, we call it chasing the dragon. Obviously, yeah. that's what they call most drugs. But we talk about yeah. like the fifth time you go to Blaze in a day. Like if you're and you're like, <laughs> yeah. it's the 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 time in between gets shorter and shorter. It's like get high. Two and a half hours later, you're like, oh, I should get high again. Yeah. One hour and 15 minutes later, 40 minutes later, until it's like you're just chain smoking joints. It's, like, well, like, I can't get I high. Can't, I, still, I, still, I still have a pretty low tolerance, I guess, because I'll have a I'll have a joint that'll last me a whole week. Oh, God, oh, I miss awesome. those days. When I first moved to L.A., we I were have these bad boys. Oh, sorry to cut you oh, off. No, I have these bad boys, do. tarantulas for when I need to like Jesus. step my level up. They have yeah? like keef and hash oil on them. Oh, Ooh, I don't fuck with keef. Yeah, no, you shouldn't. Just like look at that. That's so pretty. Yeah. Oh my god, it <laughs> smells I... so good. It's really, it's. I'm a little disappointed in myself that at 32, I'm smelling a joint and being like, "Oh my god." I think it's okay because I think now that it's, it's legal so here, we can pretend like it's wine. Oh yeah, you know I what really, I mean. Like oh, we can totally. talk about it like the yeah. way people talk about beer and wine. Oh no, That's, I think it's it definitely changes exactly the culture it. a bit. Um, it's more accepted. And like, if it's a California-based company that you work for now, I don't think that they can fuck. They can, but if your company is like, if you work for a company that has multiple locations throughout the country, then they, they can, can still, still drug test. They can still that. drug test you and get you down. But if it's you're California-based, like you're golden. That's awesome. Maybe I will get a day That's, job. Yeah, <laughs> do that. Be like, you're only in California. I can get up right? early now too. Hey, I've been seat. getting waking up early. I'm like now. Look at you go. Now that I'm 36 years old, I'm finally ready to have a steady <laughs> hey, job. Hey, if you want to work for a software company. <laughs> Glendale, let me know. I will call you if yeah. after this last pilot season, and we'll see how this next couple months go. You don't, don't. If you want, don't be- say anything to me like that because I'll maybe be like, you were we'll saying like, you so up. you just tweet a lot. I, I do that. I can do that. No drug tests. Oh. Glendale. All right, yeah. I'll see you later. Glendale. <laughs> really good health care. Free lunches every day. Oh fuck. Uh, see, I'm. That's the shit I like about office jobs. Also. I share a bank account, so I get to see, like, my wife has a direct deposit that comes in every two weeks for the last 15 years that we've been together. It's oh, probably a oh really God. nice direct deposit. It's enjoyable to see because I don't have that. And so it's <laughs> like, like... It does exist. The money's great. I'm like, oh, you can get it, like, regular. And so I dream... I'm at the level in my career where I don't need a day job. Because mm-hmm. I can, I can kind of make it work, and this year was way worse than previous years. But I can kind of make it work. Thank God, my wife is wealthy and uh, kicks ass. She's not wealthy, but she makes a lot of money. She's filthy rich. She's Let's filthy rich. She's filthy. And that's She's a all Colombian drug lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All you need to know is that this bitch is filthy. Uh, no, uh, we uh, and I have like lately have been saying like. Man, if I could just get like one good bartending gig, like a one day a week, and I'm like, what are you talking about? You're finally a non day job yeah. guy, and now I'm dying for a day job. I'm dying for like a steady income. Do you miss the? Do you miss like a structure? Is that what you're missing? I as think well? I miss. Or... I, I've recently instilled a structure into my life, which is how very... did you fucking do that? I'm dying to know. So because yeah, if I have a day off, I'm like, oh, fuck it. And yeah, also, your way. job's about to wind down for a while, right? Right, because you go is. on those hiatus. I did that freelance yeah. life for a while in yeah. New York when I would have like a few. And I did it when I first moved here, too, because I had to take jobs. But like, yeah. you'd have like two weeks off, four weeks off. We have unpaid. like this weird, it's like the office is open, but also you don't have to come in. But like, you should probably come in. But they're not see. paying you, right? They are. Oh, okay. But it's yeah, like, then. okay, <laughs> but do I have to? You know, do I have to drive the 35 minutes? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm such a wuss about it. Yeah. Well, I, if you have it's, structure. It's not bad. It's, that, it's, I, would, I would love to have like a structure of like, I wake up, I go on a hike, I get home, I do something. And then like by six o'clock, I'm like, all right, 
light a joint, watch some TV, (laughs) and like call it a night, as opposed to like kind of do stuff all day, and then like at seven o'clock feel guilty about not accomplishing enough. That's my my day to day. That's my every single day. I actually just recently started therapy to like talk about stuff like that. Really? Because that's where I feel like I'm at. I feel like, well, here's the thing. You have the right to be like that because you have a day job. Like yeah, if it's you hard have for a di- me to admit that, though. Right. It's if you hard have to be like, a job, Aw. you can blow off your day off because it is your day off. Yeah. Like when you don't, like any day can be a day off for me almost. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I now have recently, as part of my structure thing, has been trying to schedule something every day. Nice. Because I have fucking three podcasts uh, so I can get stuff done at any given moment yeah. so I'm always like oh let me put a little schedule let me make and now I, I, I have an alarm I set and I wake up early and try to go to the gym in the morning Ooh, yeah nice. it's all new it's all new to me and I have been <laughs> without a day job for eight or nine years. You That's know what I mean? So, and I'm like, like, I'm and super I'm just proud of getting you. around to figuring it out. <laughs> I just you know, was like, should I take this stuff seriously? Like mental health and like physical That's health the and other hygiene. Yeah. yeah um, and hygiene <laughs> taking a shower almost every day. Oh yeah. I believe in Well, you. when I first moved to LA for six months, I didn't have like, I was, I had some gigs cause I was trying to like get a, a writer's assistant gig. Um, and I was like doing that and I was applying to jobs and it was fucking depressing, man. Like I would, just have my day and I came out here with a person and he would go to work and he'd come back and it'd be like he'd have a whole day and like what did you do I went to Sprouts <laughs> then there's a weird guilt right? yeah, there's such weird so guilt weird. and like, like it happens even now my uh, my wife knows how much money I make a year I'm I provide I bring an equal amount into the house but when she comes home she goes what how was your day? I'm like, uh, and I find myself like frantically searching for like things I did that I'm like, what am I? I'm like, well, you know, I walked a dog. I, I did the dishes, like all stuff that she also does when she works full time. Yeah. But all of a sudden I start to realize I'm like, oh my God, you've been gone for eight hours working phone calls, meetings. And I did a podcast and met a friend for coffee. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, yeah. those it's are, tough. you can easily justify that that's part of that, this career. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, fuck. Dude. It sucks because your day sounds dope. And it that is. sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. And it's so hard to accept that, especially like, and it, like when you do comedy and, and you're, or like you're an actor, or you're doing something that's creative, like a lot of it's on your own time. And it's so, it's it's hard to not have a day job, right? So when well, you yeah. finally get there where you're like, I don't need a fucking sling, you know, well, loose leaf tea <laughs> to, to fucking pay my rent. And then you finally get there and you're like frustrated with it. Like, oh my well, God, it's I'm, like double-edged sword. I'm going to throw something to you guys, mental health wise. If I'm not busy, I feel like I use my busy ass schedule, which is like, you know, a 50 hour full-time job. Plus, plus all my and, shit and podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. I use that just to like ignore my feelings. Yeah, just <laughs> you put know, them all like there. busy. I'm just so busy. I can't deal with the fact that like all of these thoughts are in my head sometimes. Right. Well, there's also just like yeah. the how's your day, and y- your answer could always be super busy. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to analyze anything that happened. You don't have mm-hmm. to like deal with stuff. You can just keep saying, sorry, super busy. The positive yeah. aspect of being super busy for me is. When, especially in the creative world, when you're like, all right, we got to get together to write. You're like, okay, well, I have these three hours. Yes. Yes. And it's like, okay, me too. And then it's like, we cannot squander these three hours. Yeah. Because when you're busy. So I find sometimes when I'm actually busy, I'm getting more. My advice to like younger comic, uh, younger talent or whatever, or writers, whatever. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, 
keep whatever your day job is as long as they'll let you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if they can give you days off to sh- shoot whatever you book or if they let you run out for audition, what you fight tooth and nail to hold on to that forever. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I know the goal is to not have that, but I would recommend, like, keep that six months after you think you shouldn't have it anymore just to keep that money and that part of your life in and then be like fully ready to yeah. fucking... and it helps you with structure too like you're like okay well yeah. I have uh, Wednesday Thursday and Saturday off what am right. I going to do with those days versus like well if I don't do it today I can do it tomorrow yeah it's like I gotta get some writing done today and yeah. then you wake up and then you're like oh look there's dishes oh yeah. shit there's I have to clean those chores. yeah chores man that, they're such a bummer <laughs> chores they oh. chores and they keep coming bummer. back they like, keep they coming keep, back you always have to vacuum I abuse I abuse chores I use chores as a uh, you have a very clean home so as a distraction from doing what I have to do I can't write anything there's dishes in the sink yeah, yeah I used to say like they should make a cleaning service that is just writers on deadline they just show up at your house like uh, I, I would fucking do that the other I would do that. the other thing i do too is like you know as you just heard my wife gets home from work around this time yep. usually the half hour before she gets home is me frantically catching <laughs> the house up to looking like it was like uh, during the i'm like what are my flip-flops doing here and i'm like and I'm like, I haven't done anything today. And then I'm like, what the fuck? My house is a mess. I did all this. There's dishes in the sink. I didn't do the one small thing I told her I would do. You know, and all yeah. of a sudden it's like, how did it get to be 6 p.m.? And I'm yeah. like, I can't believe it's already 6 p.m. Babe, I'm sorry. I still have so much work to do. And she's like, I did a full day. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did she's all like, the things. Yeah. And I'm like, we don't understand. Because I had to. And then anything I list is something else she does as like part of her. I'm like, oh well, God. the dog. She's like, I walked him this morning. I also did that. I also I had my entire day and did everything that you did. And that's what I say to myself too. I'm like, you used I used to have a full time job and get everything done that I needed to get done. Now I don't. I have so much more free time and I get the same amount of stuff done, if not less. Yeah, the day goes by so much faster when you're home. Yeah, for whatever reason, you're just like, and now it's four because you're in your favorite place on earth. Yeah, you're safe. You don't have to think about it. You're alone. You're with your dog. Time shrinks, you know what I mean? Like when you're at yeah. work and if it sucks, it can feel like it's forever. When you're on vacation, you can't believe you already have to fly home. But when yeah. you're on like day two of a job, you're like, I can't believe I have four months left. Of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like such a weird way that your brain just And then it ends time. and you're like, no, 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 not yet. Yeah, not no, yet. Oh, shit, it's really the end. I didn't even yeah. fucking hit on the girl that works at the front desk. Damn That's it. That's always my biggest <laughs> I have to kiss three girls. Uh, <laughs> I have to kiss three girls. That's my daily That's day job That's how I make goal. my day complete. That's I, how I know I did something I today. I love flirting with people at my day job. It's like one of my favorite pastimes. It's like the activities. thing I cannot do. I will well, say that's because you're, you're in a that. relationship. And also everyone in the writer's room is definitely betrothed. Yeah. So that's weird. But Also the current climate in right. Hollywood. But flirting is <laughs> flirting with coworkers is like always allowed. But it's n- like it's... Right? <laughs> As I get like, me too uh, right out of here. <laughs> Wait, who what? are these guys? Uh, Why do they have handcuffs? I mean, like, there's like, I love a good banter with somebody. Sensible banter. You know? And oh, also, yeah. like, doing theater for so long. I used to do musical theater a million years ago, and that is such a different vibe for flirting because usually you end up having sex with the person. Yeah. It's not it's necessarily massage, like... It's massage circle. Uh, yeah. Flirting. Yeah, it's, it's like Meisner world. technique with a blowjob. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but now that I'm in, like, grown-up jobs i'm like oh no one's sleeping with anybody 
That's weird. Mm. Yeah. Uh, come work oh, in technology. Strange. Did we all get over that when we got families of our own? Yeah, yeah. like everybody's married or engaged or has a baby. Okay, I day, guess I'll just go to work. Day jobs are nice to have people that don't do comedy in your lives. Oh, yeah. You know what your I mean? Like, I mean, it's different if it. you work yeah. in a writer's I room. I kill but every day at you, my day you're job. Probably, everyone probably thinks you're fucking hilarious because like you're going to a place where people aren't expected to be funny and then you're also funny on top of that. Oh, yeah. I do bits constantly. Constantly. You don't when even I, know what bits I, are. It's I great. played, like I played <laughs> rugby in New York City and I was, be, because I played rugby, I was the funniest. I was like, a funny guy at UCB, but I was the, the funniest at, on my rugby team. Killed it. And because of rugby, I was like the like tough, you know, like the macho guy of UCB, which is a world's tallest midget competition sort of thing. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like the best of like at a different thing. Like, and yeah. I, it fed my ego so much to be the funniest guy at games and then like sure. show up to and be like, came straight from rugby practice, hurt my oh. face. And everyone's like, badass, man. And I'm like, all right, let's play Let zip zap zop. I'll take my teeth guard out. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, I'm so cool. And I was like, and then, but really I'm just like a, not a good rugby player or that great of a comedian. But to me, <laughs> well, just getting to flip that, like... I was like the joke people say like you know if you're not if you don't make it as a comedian you'll just be the funniest Funny. social media director that ever worked in tech social media manager go. don't put me up higher than I need to be now I'm saying down the road Aww. something, down, to, there you something go. to aim for on that ladder did you, guys, girl. did you guys watch the marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon I, I not. have not but my wife loved it it was amazing but there's this whole section where she you know she's doing the stand-up circuit in New York and there's this episode where she's like I'm just doing parties and she would go to parties and she would just do her routine at parties and people loved it that's how i feel every day at work and sometimes like at a like, party and, and yeah i just it. feel like it's you got literally, a solid five <laughs> yeah i've got like a solid work five i've got a solid <laughs> technology startup five. Oh yeah. yeah i like kill with my wife's co-workers you oh, know I'm what sure i mean like, you they're funny Probably. people of course but i'm like <laughs> That they're like, oh, yeah, I'm like a pro and it's unfair. Yeah. And I come in and I'm like, just, just like, like I love that. Th I love those moments. In-laws, kill with in-laws. I, I, I rock. I, I do real great with in-laws. I do really well with doctors. Doctors do you really? love me. Yeah. I kill it. I kill it with doctors. They're I mean, like, I have a terminal disease, so yeah, I get to see a so lot of them, I like, but it's yeah, so great for me to have I see them like humor, every but... week when I go in for my treatment, and they love it. When I go into my usually, lithium, yeah. I crack these guys yeah. up. They're, they don't expect it. They don't expect it. But yeah, so those are my two. I actually, I went... Um, I mean, I just, I'm recently engaged. Right. And, Congratulations. Oh my God. Thank yeah. you. Was the proposal a uh, special proposal? Oh, it was. It was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> he was there. No. I love I proposal was there. stories if you're willing to share. Sure. I could totally share. Um, we went to Joshua Tree and we were watching the sunrise in bed from like all the windows that were in this like little hut that we were in that was really beautiful. And oh, he kind awesome. of, well, well, uh, to, in reality, he like sat down and he he said, um, I can't believe I'm saying this on a podcast. He was like, well, I uh, I really like going on adventures with you. And my response was, oh, yeah. And then he pulled out 
got a fucking ring. Like I made fun of him as he was proposing to me. I was like, bleh, bleh, bleh. like I don't know how to handle people being nice to me, so I just make noises at them yeah. that make them sound stupid. No, that's actually so a that's good personality trait to have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, just like to make fun of people who show affection mechanism. to you. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. But I don't mean, finish so, that compliment. I'm a monster. Uh, <laughs> the worst. <laughs> like that's so that's kind of how, yeah. I started making fun of him, and then he asked me to marry him, and I was like. All right. Well, actually, I said, are you really doing this right now? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, of course. But I felt bad that I was making fun of him. But you know what? It's all right. We know each other really well. So it's fine. I think it was to be expected. I I mean, I sure hope you guys know. Yeah. What a weird brag about a fiance. Actually, me and my fiance, (laughs) we sort of know each other pretty well. (laughs) Some people get engaged after like only knowing each other for, you know. A year? A year. Well, actually. Oh, oh, Jack. I was engaged. She was. was The way you raise your hand. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I like to volunteer the information of one year. Yeah, uh, one year and at awkward. Burning Man. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. sober. Joshua Tree, Burning Man. So okay. you know who you're know dealing with. Girls I was inviting yeah, to my house. Yeah, man, we're, we're, uh, we're cool. <laughs> we're cool. We do the hip things. Uh, we do the hip thing. But yeah. What's so. your engagement story? Yeah, my wife, what did you do? My wife said, uh, this is a fucking disaster. When I <laughs> yeah, I like her I already. I sort of proposed out of spite which is kind of like a weird place we had been drinking all night and eating and she loves to mention that we were eating literally hot dogs and cheesy tater tots at like Gowanus Yacht Club on Smith Street in Brooklyn and we got shit faced we got in a sort of argument on the way home one of those like relationship arguments where both of you take sides of two different people and you kind of have a proxy fight via like another couple Oh yeah, where you're like well Well, to be fair he is while she and then like like, wait now we're fighting their fight on the way home one of those kind of arguments Mm -hmm. we got over it and we kind of got home and it was sort of like we were kind of like a little huffy with each other and I was like I've been sitting on this engagement ring (gasps) waiting to uh, have a romance like a romantic moment. Yeah, but when you've we've we've been together before I proposed to her for eight years. Yeah. You like if we were to go on like a romantic dinner, I it knew. would be like obvious. You know. Yeah, yeah. I knew. So yeah. I knew. I knew I still went. Are you doing this? And I know I can't stop myself. As as he's pulling out this ring box, I'm I'm the it's it's verbal vomit yeah and i was like you're an asshole <laughs> you're the worst human yeah it was it was bad but you know like it was the only two days off in a row that i had and we were in joshua tree i'm like this shit's happening i knew you were getting engaged the I, we you told all me knew. Yeah. I literally you'd been had... together for a long time you guys have been uh, seven, years. seven years oh nice. yeah so it'll nice. be eight by the time we get married which oh is, fantastic so, you know we wanted to like get it to be a round number Is yeah eight, that's fair even, but finish even? your story you've yes, proposed yes, to her oh, so I, 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 have, I have an engagement ring that I know she likes because we saw it at the same vintage store in Red Hook oh and I love I, Red Hook I went those back key lime pi- that key lime pie Steve's key lime pies yeah so God. good so fucking so good, fucking good. <laughs> um, I lived right near there uh, and I went uh, into where I hid it and I got the ring and Tiff was in the bathroom and oh so I got Ar- Artie Arthur and I put the ring on his collar which we had just taken off because we walked him and then tiff comes out of the bathroom and she's in her underwear and bra perfect and i'm like uh can you take Artie's collar off and she's like i took it off her and i was like can you take it off again and we're like still a little huffy with each other and she like goes over to get it and she's like oh my god are you serious 
This is a fucking disaster. And she's a she's a big lighting nut. Like all our lights have dimmers, as you can tell. Sure, like, it's I'm, a, it, yeah. the lighting in this room alone. Yeah, and she's the one who told me I'm not allowed to put this on when I have guests. I'm the same exact yeah, way. Yeah. Oh my she's god, she's so good. She's so good at that. And she's like, the overhead lighting is on. I'm in my period underwear, and which, f- for the record, for male listeners who might not know, that doesn't mean it's underwear that has period stuff on it it means just this is like, underwear yeah. I'm willing to ruin if it shit goes down yeah it's like not your best yeah you're not wearing your cutest no. uh, during no. those th- uh, three to five days or whatever seven and, uh, five twelve I wow. knock it off at five I do not let it I'm like I'm sorry you're those like, last two we gotta sew this shit up <laughs> wrap it up like, sweetheart wrap it up <laughs> take an anticoagulant let's go <laughs> let's go come on couple of blood thinners let's get this thing over with put on uh, those cute panties let's go and, she was like, this is a disaster. And I was like, I, and I'm like, but, and she's like, but yes, but like, <laughs> you know, Aww, I feel like so because, because it's so, you're together so long. You're like, when, when yeah. is a good time? It's, yes. and it's like, it's, you live together and it's, it's just right. Like, if I let's were to be like, do this. Hey, do you want to go to that fancy restaurant? We always talk about, even mm-hmm. though your husband, your, uh, your boyfriend's an unemployed actor and yeah. we li- like, we're living well beyond our means in Carroll Gardens. So I'm yeah. like, let's go to this expensive restaurant and like, maybe get a bottle of wine. It's like, I'm so obviously going yeah. to propose. Sure. It's also like, yeah. I could not do it in, I, I had mentioned a couple of things. I was like, I don't want it in a public space. We actually met at a day job, bringing it back in Times Square. I used to hand out flyers it was miserable. Oh shit! I yeah, used to, I, I was did you have to dress people's. up as a character. Um, no, but I did have a couple of outfits. I, <laughs> I had a couple of designs. I had a couple. Wait, the way you said I that, not, I, had I was a not so a many connotations. <laughs> I was not a you know Chicago girl. So people who are not familiar with New York, in like Chicago is a show. It's a Broadway show, and these girls dress up in like leotards and shit and like pass out. You're like showgirls, yeah. Or less, yeah. I I wasn't one of those, but oh, okay. I did have to wear like a sign I I promoted for Avenue Q, and it said. Uh, wearing the sign sucks, but Avenue Q doesn't, and it would Aww. fly up and hit people in the face. It was <laughs> awful. I've it's it was bad. Oh, I've but had I, so many of those jobs. It's just yeah. uh, it's the fucking it's the worst. But I met my fiance from it, so I was like, well, that's it was awesome. Worth it. He was right. also a street teamer. Or- he was a street teamer. We weren't on the same uh, team. You know, you would you run know, into each competing. other when we picked yeah. up the flyers. Yeah, or whatever. He, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I would just kind of find myself standing next to him. But I also was like, ew, gross. No, I don't want to date that guy. I could tell he wants to date me. And I'm like, super not into it. I'm independent. Mm-hmm. And then he left for like a week to go home for Thanksgiving. And I was like, where the fuck did that guy go? Oh, I missed that no, attention. Oh my God. <laughs> I missed that attention. That other guy. And then I was just like, oh, sure. Like, why not? And then after that, I was like, we should go on a date. And that was kind of it. Uh, but luckily enough. So I said to him, because a lot of people are like, when I get engaged, let's go to the place where we met. I'm like, Fuck no what, Times Square, Square. Yeah. next to bubblegum shrimp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right by the red stairs. Yeah. Where all I don't think me and no. Tiff could have gone to Communication Principles One Hundred and One, nice. <laughs> which is where we met. <laughs> Very romantic. That's the, the place teacher's to be. dead. He's good to his grave. Oh. Yeah. Get his body exhumed. Dearest Doctor Jenny Kindred, yeah. <laughs> I did not want to do it in a public space. That no. was and and I also said I, I didn't like, want to do family stuff. 
You did or you did didn't. Not. I didn't no, want to do did like family. I didn't want to be like. I don't like attention. Ironically yeah. enough, that like here we are. Oh, personal and, attention. Like, personal like attention. People who love like you. Actual, no, yeah, I don't want that. that. Yeah. That. No, I want the attention of strangers. strangers. Yes. <laughs> yes. I just want the validation from people who don't know me. Yeah. yeah. I want them to like me. My, I need uh, more people to tell me I'm funny. I appreciate yeah. that you think I'm funny, babe. But right. I need strangers. Yeah. I know you think I'm funny. I need to win over everyone. Strangers. Yeah. You don't have to tell me. Yeah. Because you know who will come to your funeral. Strangers. 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 I think you're yeah, funny. They'll be there on your deathbed. Uh, hopefully all my listeners will be at my funeral. Hope you're free January yeah. 2020. <laughs> oh, wow. It's coming up. Put it in your calendars, guys. It's coming up. Yeah, I just have to just check on my iCal. Oh, January 8th, 2020. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm busy that day. So sorry. But oh, also fine, we know but I know you now. now. I don't yeah, care. I don't care for your opinion yeah. about me. No I know you like me. Yeah, That's obviously. how I feel. I'm so narcissistic at the same time where I'm like, oh, I know they like me. I need to find out... I need to make people who may, might not like me like me. I'm the same fucking way. The yeah. minute someone does not like me, I'm obsessed with why they don't like me and uh, the means by which I can go and get them to like me. How can you My like me? Yeah. favorite thing is someone who is not going to laugh. Oh, like, yeah. in, like a, in like a non-comedy setting, like someone who just won't give up a laugh or yeah. they're just kind of like not having it, like a waiter or like uh, someone. And I'll be like, to my wife, I'll be like, I'm going to crack this motherfucker open. Like, and I, I just, and I know it. I can do it. I have like, I know I can do it to anyone. I have like, do you I'm have not afraid certain, to try. Do you have what it certain is. things that are, you're like, I, I'm going to pull out I'm this a joke. monster of self-deprecation that can like, people who aren't familiar <laughs> with it, I can really, I, I can, if they don't laugh, they would go like you shouldn't say that about yourself <laughs> at least like I can at least get them to say that you know oh, I love when you mean. tell like a waiter at a steakhouse that you have a little dick and you're like they're like, <laughs> it's like uh, okay okay like man. I'm like give it up give up the did laugh did you have a parent or a family member who did not laugh easy because I did I had two very distant uh, parents who didn't pay like not even not laugh at me just like didn't pay attention like yeah, yeah. that'll, that'll I was do it all the time that'll yeah, do yeah. it that'll i do sought it. attention from my teachers and classmates all through school i was a problem <laughs> i, <laughs> I was fixed uh... it <laughs> i was gonna say I, I, I paid you for uh you know i'm sort being of like a quiet wh- person when you were a kid you know like know. when a little <laughs> like a young man is like violent or yes, and they teach sure. him to box to use your anger to like I used my desire to get attention from, I switched it from negative to positive and like turn it into being a performer. Yeah. Weaponize your insane mm-hmm. narcissism and uh, desperate, what, what, the desperate need I have for attention. I've weaponized it. I've yeah. monetized it. You have monetized <laughs> Listen, it. Man, any, and, and by any means. My day job is being a broken emotional person. <laughs> I love it's just so great though. I love a nice broken person. I mean, yeah. who can talk they're about it? They're the broken. funniest. They're yeah. delightful. They're I, very friendly. They make you feel better about yourself. Oh, yeah. definitely. <laughs> I, why I surround myself with them because I hate myself. So I'm just like, all We're right. The I can go home loop. every night and go, well, I'm not as fucked up as Jackie Ray. Yeah, sure. really. That's why we actually uh, work yeah. together I so much. I'm like, like, man. <laughs> <laughs> As soon I gotta as engage I a Joshua that. Tree, not Burning Man, <laughs> yeah. like that yeah, freak. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. We were definitely not high. <laughs> we we only had a little bit of ayahuasca yeah, as opposed whatever. to what you were on over there. Yeah. Not ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can like see when you're on ayahuasca. Yeah, no, I think you're I out. think you're just I shitting think and you vomiting, just, like, right? You just go into your brain. You don't see anything that's that in front of you. That shit scares I, I I'll do it. I'm I want to do it so bad. They say, like, a lot of people say that it's like you see all of your worst moments 
and then like have a breakthrough. I don't want to see. Had, I want to ignore my worst. We had moments. someone on like, our pod. I, don't, I think about them as I go to sleep every fucking <laughs> we night. Had, I don't need to take a drug for it. Stand up comedian uh, Skylar Stone on our podcast who did ayahuasca. Now he's been sober for like ten months. Yeah, like, he, he did talked it like about a, it, and yeah. it was like intense. He did like several different drugs. In he did rape. He did ayahuasca. He did shrooms, and then he did uh, DMT. I think. Yeah, yeah, which is the active ingredient in ayahuasca, I believe. Yes, uh, but that's wild. Um, I I think I saw like a Vice document. This is like the whitest response you can say to anything. <laughs> I, I believe I saw a Vice documentary. documentary. I saw a Vice documentary about uh, using ayahuasca to kick addiction yeah. of like opiates and heroin and stuff. And I was like, that's so fucking interesting. Knowing I mean, myself, I don't want to quit my like, weed, but yeah. I would love to. I would. I love don't want to quit my heroin, but uh, yeah, I'm, not <laughs> up, I'm not giving up black tar. I'm on the horse, baby. Um, I would love to try that stuff. I don't think as like someone. I would. I need like my wife's blessing to do something like oh, that in sure. case it cracks me yeah. open. I have a blessing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a blessing for shrooms because it's not a big deal. Have so. you never done them before? I've never done. They're them. Great. Neither have I, oh. guys. Let's go to Joshua Tree. Guilty pleasure. Do it. There you go. <laughs> there, uh, shrooms is like the most fun I've ever had in my entire life. It's just great. I. You don't hear. You hear more bad edible stories than you hear bad shroom stories. That's the. Yeah. You hear a lot I of bad more, acid stories. Yeah. Oh, you hear I've a lot had, of great yeah. acid stories. I have a bad acid story. Yeah. It's it's Great there's like certain stories. things that I just want to have a good time like that's my thing and I I came from like Catholic school upbringing from like second grade through college and I was just like all drugs are gonna make me want to rip you went my to a face Cath- off. is LaSalle a Catholic college DeSales yeah oh DeSales sorry, but there's yeah. a LaSalle so it, it yeah. makes sense yeah it I was... went to a Catholic college as well oh, God what college did you go to I went to Marist College in Poughkeepsie Ooh. oh gotcha it's just near Vassar and New Paltz yeah there, around that area nice. yeah, yeah did you did you I was not a religious my mom my mom in hindsight picked all these schools that were both. I was a 17-year-old kid. I was like, I don't give a fuck about any of this. I was yeah. just being my stupid, rebellious self. M- me and my, my wife talk about this all the time. It's like, we were so like, I don't care. I just want to go. She kind of wanted to go to a different school. Her mom made her go to like a local school and mm-hmm. that like she had transferred to Maris sophomore year. Thank God. Hey. Um, but for me, my mom was like, these are the schools my friends' kids are going to, and they're so nice and they're beautiful, and they're all under three hours away from Long Island. And in oh, hindsight, now I notice that they're all three. You know, we looked at like Scranton, Siena, Marist, Delaware. They were all literally yeah. like a perfect circle. Like yeah. if if it was like a serial killer profile, <laughs> you'd be like, the person must be oh. from Long Island. All these schools are three <laughs> hours away. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. I mean, like my like I said, I didn't. I I gave. So this is just because I hate myself so much. Really, I went to one school. I auditioned for one school. It was a school that I was already familiar with, and I was just like, "That's it." I didn't apply to anything else. But you went to a Catholic performing arts school. It, it was. It was. It was all they uh, did was yeah, Jesus major. Christ it Superstar. Was, oh, yeah. It was yeah, that's all we did. We did <laughs> Godspell and Jesus Christ Superstar and Doubt because you know we're edgy like that. Wait, no, Jesus it, Jesus Christ Superstar isn't the name of the thing. It's um yeah, Jesus it is that's the name of that's the name yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty it's pretty on the nose. Did you do oh, okay. uh Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream? I do not. I've never done that, but we did actually do Godspell, oh. which is a bitch of a show. <laughs> um and I never have to do it again now. Hooray! Yay! Hey, 
Don't never say never. Never say never. Right. <laughs> Broadway like, could come a call. You never know. They might just be like, hey, hey we this heard is Godspell. <laughs> like, Will you street team for us? No. no. <laughs> that was always like the goal. You're like, I'm a street teamer, and then one day I'll 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 be up on that board. And then I was just like, fuck this, I'm out. Like, yeah. nope, I'm out. But yeah, I mean, like that school, I just I didn't really. I, I'm I was so bad at school, and I have like so many weird learning disabilities and stuff like that. So so now, many, so, so many. many. I like, got the gamut. I, I got I all can, of like, them. I can walk and talk, which is great. So yeah. I was like, cool, I'll do theater. If it's three or four letters in a row, I have. I'm it. fucked. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. fucked. <laughs> if it's three or four, I'm, I'm. That's about it. And then if it's after that, I'm like, oh well, I can't read that word. So wah, wah, I guess wah, wah. you know, whatever. Um, but I mean, like, I just didn't believe in myself at all, and I just went to that one school and sat in my my room. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so then, so that you know, which explains the like why I do what I do now. I feel like I'm just like I have to be around people all the time. It makes I have sense. to be busy all the time and I can be mean about myself all the time now (laughs) and people enjoy it yeah it's great it's not sad when you you can be self-deprecating around other people it's it's weird to be self-deprecating alone it's weird to like grab Arthur and go like how small is my dick? He's like, yeah, He's plenty like, small, pretty, dude. It's like, uh, it's small. It's pretty he small, the door open. Yeah, we're pretty similar, and I'm a dog, and I'm 20 pounds, and you're 300. Um, that's funny you say that. When I first moved, fr- when I was like not having a day job in New York, mm-hmm. I was fine with that. You were like, I'd go to, I have to go to get my coffee. I walk around, see people on the streets. You'd be New out York's and about. The best for that. Yeah, dude. when I moved here the first year, and especially because it was my first year here, I didn't have a schedule or routine. I didn't have a a gym I liked. I didn't have a local coffee shop to go to. I didn't have that many jobs because I was new to the city. And that first like year and a half was hard. Yeah. Yeah. I I got like kind of, I would go to like an audition at four o'clock if I, and they were coming few and far between, but I'd go at like four o'clock and realize I'm talking out loud for the first time today. You know what I mean? I just talk to myself all the time. Did you, (laughs) you you moved here with your wife? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's huge. That's That's a very, that's that's a very good feeling to move with someone. LA is very isolating. I've never met anybody who hasn't said that. You don't don't ever get on a subway with 50 strangers. Exactly. I feel like everyone who came here from New York always gets a dog. Every person I know, most people I know who moved from the East Coast to Los Angeles owned fucking dogs. Because they were so lonely when they got here. It's really crazy. I when I first moved here, I moved here. Also, if you move, I'm sorry. If you're moving from New York to LA, like it never snows, it's easier to walk. You're like, oh fuck, you know, to to walk a dog, and all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah. Or you have a slightly bigger place, or the street is not covered in garbage and chicken bones or whatever. Or you're not going up five flights. Exactly. Dude, we trained him for his last walk of the day to just run all the way down by himself and we would call him from like the stairs. He would go pee on the fire hydrant in front of him because we lived in a fourth floor walk up and I could not do Other it. than a fifth floor walk no. up oh, in Manhattan, man. Oh, but sorry, Amanda, I cut you off. Well, I was just saying, like, it's, it's just isolating. That's all. It's like, just it is isolating. I mean, you get like, out of your house into your car. Into your into, car. Yeah, yeah. Like, when I moved here, when we moved here, we didn't even have a car. So it was just, and I lived in Park La Brea. And if you're familiar with Park La Brea, it's this huge complex. Oh, that's the one by the Grove, right? mm -hmm, Yeah. And it takes like, it took me eight minutes to just walk out. Right. Of that complex. We looked there when we were looking at a part. We had never seen anything like that. It's coming wild. from New York. Oh, like, sure. Oh, this is a way to live. We didn't yeah. want an apartment. We thought for sure we'd get something that felt less like an apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were completely misguided. We were like, we're not taking a place that doesn't have a yard and a dishwasher. We have a great Brooklyn apartment. We're not giving up any. Yeah. 
We came here and we're like, oh, we can't afford shit. <laughs> Everyone, like, we we were like yeah. brainwashed and being like, LA is much cheaper. And it's, it's not much, it's like $20 cheaper. It is like equally, yeah. and now it's arguably just as bad. It's yeah. just, oh, yeah. You can just have a little bit more for I the same price. I have two closets and one you can walk in now. Well, I can, live, so I can live by myself out here. I couldn't do that in New York City. I yeah. had a studio for, I mean, it's still a lot, but. <laughs> but still, it's still, a studio. But it's, I can do it's it, still yeah. you, if with some heavy searching, you can find something, which mm-hmm. is nice. And yeah. even like, even, I mean, I've lived in apartments with several people. Oh, yeah. It, several in New York. Oh, and it's my, so nice to just have one bedroom and two people. Oh, <laughs> my yeah. first apartment great. in New York was a loft where they built, no. th- they built oh. my bedroom. Mm-mm. Two of the bedrooms were lofted, where the ceilings were like, 18 feet high, uh, like 16 feet high. Mm-hmm. And so, two of the bedrooms were like four feet off the ground. Uh, uh, like we had our dining room, you couldn't stand in. You had to like sit into it because it was underneath my bedroom. And my bedroom, you couldn't, I couldn't stand all the way up in. My wife could. But oh it was all like, God. we only had like a six foot ceiling Did in my bedroom. Did you guys bedroom. live together? No, or I lived with just... two other dudes who also lived in pods like that. Oh. Our living room was underneath my uh, one of my roommates. Uh, in one apartment, it was built. How is that even allowed? It's not legal. Two tree houses, like you had to go up like a little ladder to get into my room. And my, no and way. Literally Did you have the, a door? I I had uh no I had no door on my apart on that my little cubby. I had a curtain. My cubby. My cubby. Yeah. And then the third room, oh, the boy, third room cubby. wasn't a cubby. It was a floor to ceiling room, but the bed was eight feet in the air. I'm so glad you were with your wife. <laughs> oh, so it was one of those like those point. uh those like, super high lofted beds. I so. had my fifth floor walk up. I I had literally three feet of walking space in my entire bedroom. Oof. Because my full size bed took up most of it, but the person who lived there before me had a loft bed, and I was like, I am not sleeping on a loft bed. I yeah, can't, after going I can't. up five floors, you don't want to go up another <laughs> half of one just to go to sleep. No. Uh, also, like loft beds make me nervous. They should. They make me nervous. I had a bunk bed. No one's in gonna college. have sex with you in a loft bed. You guys are tiny humans. Like that's less scary. I I would I never get in a loft bed. I don't I think I'm a tiny yeah. human. Do you think I'm a tiny human? Well, yeah, you all are compared to. Okay, oh, sure. fair enough. Fair enough. I'm tall. I'm like five foot nine. Oh actually, yeah, you. Are tall. I'm yeah. tall. Yeah. yeah. All the friends. I'm actually one of the shortest people that I know here in Los Angeles personally. But in New York, I was one of the tallest. I was a giant in New York, oh. especially yeah. in Queens. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like just why. living in Queens and being five foot nine and white makes you stand out so yeah. insane. Like, <laughs> no, it's really flushing, true. not being Asian and being a giant blonde woman. Yeah. yeah. My entire family it. still lives there. Literally all. In the 90s, all of my friends, all of my white friends moved to Long Island and my parents like didn't get the memo. <laughs> he didn't know. And they're still there, man. And like I'll go visit and it's like people will look at me like, oh, is that a new white girl who just moved into the neighborhood? And it's like, no. Their arm starts going. No. Nope. Like, people are like contacting neighbors, like getting cans out. Yeah. Giant white girl just arrived. So exactly. not there'll be a Starbucks. Should we go to her house with pitchforks and torches? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, she's the white girl's monster. Remember? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, guys, well, thank you so much for coming on High and Mighty and talking sort of about day jobs. Sort of. But I hey, love it. I had a great time. It was fun. Tangents are not only allowed, they're encouraged here at High and Mighty. That is okay. what your PDF said. We had a lovely time. Yeah, that's what my PDF said. I'm working, I'm getting pretty. Look at you go. You know, you know the career is going not so great when you're really doubling down on your podcast prep on episode 150. I can't wait. Time to write up a PDF for my guests. If you want to get real fancy, you can do a Google Doc. Oh, shit. 
Whoa. Uh, that was oh. a Google Doc, but I saved it as a PDF. Oh, so yeah. this way no Very one can nice. edit it. Yeah, I don't want anyone touching this. I don't want anyone <laughs> sharing my address around. I guess it's in the PDF, so now you can. I'm going to take a picture of it and put it on the Instagram. <laughs> Speaking sure. of social media, why don't you guys tell us the name of your a little bit about uh, Guilty Pleasures podcast? Sure. This sure. is the plug portion. Plug away. Guilty Pleasure is the podcast that celebrates. Oh, fuck. You always do this I'll part. I'll say it. She does this part. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm Hi. in the middle of it and I know I don't know the end. <laughs> Hi, I'm Amanda Salvatore. And I'm Jackie Ray Bell. And this is Guilty Pleasure, the podcast that celebrates, elaborates, and, and experiences, experiences our, our, guilt, our, our odd interests. Interest. Oh, see, I fucked it up. It's okay. Been doing it for a year, but fuck it. Um, yeah. Basically, our <laughs> but podcast. That's a good sell for people to listen to it if right? you guys can't you go. rip that's out the is. intro on your Right? Own. If we could do it. Um, but basically, we have guests on and they talk about uh, their guilty pleasure of choice. It's a topic they're passionate about. So, past topics include Keanu Reeves, LARPing. Yeah. Burning Man, stuff like that. So yeah, uh, it's cool. Talk we talk about. for we talk with them for about an hour. If you listen to the first few episodes, we talk for a whole hour. But more recently, we started doing this GPIRL segment where we experience it. So last week's episode, Amanda and I both recorded ourselves eating McDonald's in the shower and put it up at the tail end of the episode. Yeah, because oh. that's a thing, and it was <laughs> disgusting. Um, I will say I didn't know I had a fetish, but thank you that for alerting welcome. me to one. I was like, that's something you can do to structure your girls day. shower. <laughs> What? <laughs> that hits like the three important things. Um, check out our pod, and then Amanda and I also perform at least once a month with the Vanities, which is our uh, sketch team. Yeah, and that's and at Ruby the Ruby LA. LA. The Ruby LA, so uh, formerly known as Nerdist, Nerdist School. School, it's on but Sunset Boulevard, Sunset and Gardner, and we perform the second Saturday of every month at eight o'clock. Yeah. Excellent, guys. That's fucking awesome. Well, thank you thank so much you. for coming on. Thank you. Um, listen to Guilty Pleasures or listen to and and not or choose both listen to my other podcasts <laughs> action boys on patreon and raised by tv also on apple podcasts or stitcher premium um i'm at gabris on twitter oh uh what are uh, let's uh, throw out your social medias if you're comfortable sharing but oh sure yeah. instagram jackie is awesome j-a-c-k-i-e I-S-A-W-U-E-S-O-M-E. I spell it weird. Oh. I can't read that because it's more than four letters. So I've never <laughs> so known I what your handle you. I never I, I, I have no idea you. what that is. Um and I am I think I'm on Instagram. I don't do You're the, like Amanda Salvatore zero zero two, right? Nine zero two. Nine zero two. So now you know my birthday. But also guilty pleasure. Oh, but also guilty pleasure podcast has the Instagram. You can find us both there. That's the that's the one we actually yeah. put shit on. So. Uh, okay, follow well check follow that and uh Thank you again, guys. Do I have anything else I'm supposed to do at the end of this? Do you need to plug your shows? Are you going to be places you want people to find you at? (laughs) I don't need any of these freaks that listen to this shit. (laughs) I already got them right where I want them, listening to High and Mighty. Do, Do me a favor. Everyone that's listening to this episode right now, Tell a friend to listen to this podcast. And I should have double the amount of listeners next week. And if I don't, I'm coming back for you motherfuckers. Do it. Bye, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>